0: Zero COVID is an idea with zero chance of success. Hey, everybody. I'm Steve Green with Scott Otte and Zoe Rachel filling in for the ailing Bill Whipple this week. Well soon, Bill. Uh, gentlemen, <laughs> my uh, colleague over at PJ Media, Richard Fernandez, the smartest man in the world, wrote this fascinating article last week about zero COVID and it's China's approach and probably Australia's too, a couple other countries, North Korea, uh, completely stamping out COVID with these huge restrictions. If you thought the lockdowns we had last year were bad, closing the schools and all of that, that's nothing compared with what's going on in China. Uh, Gentlemen, I want to read to you from uh, the UK Express where the headline says, I'm starving to death. Panic in China as millions forced inside in strict COVID lockdown. Uh, Residents in the lockdown city of Xi'an have claimed they risk starvation as they contend with the zero COVID policy. Residents in the city say they are now at risk of starving within the confines of their own homes as venturing outside to buy food is now a distant prospect. It used to be uh, under the lockdown up until a couple of weeks ago that one person could go food shopping every two days in the city of Xi'an. And now they can't even do it that often. It's down to once a week that one person can buy groceries for the whole family. Oh, by the way, you have to get a positive test first. No positive test. No soup for you. Um, Scott, let's go to you first on this one. If China, with uh, their social credit system, authoritarian controls, a single
1: party state, can't stamp out COVID, what chance do we have? Well, it's interesting because if you say to somebody in the United States, "Oh, you can only go to the grocery store once a week," a lot of people would say, "I only go to the grocery store once a week. What's the big deal?" But in a lot of other countries, including in China, grocery shopping is like a regular thing. You yeah. go. Daily, almost, because you're going out to, you know, little markets that are in the streets. I saw this in Cochabamba, Bolivia, where there's just, you know, fresh fruit and vegetables and various kinds of meat that are there every day in the streets, and people are out there buying their food. Um, so it's it's a different kind of atmosphere. It is interesting to put this kind of system to the test once again. And you just imagine that there are these, you know, lower-ranking officials who are being pressured by higher-ranking officials in the Communist Party to say, you need to get a, a grip on this. And so they're like, well, I've got to do something. What can I do? Let's lock everybody down. you know." And it, they don't have time to think through all the implications of that. They just are afraid that they're going to lose their post and then become just like an ordinary person and that, God forbid, that that should happen to them in a communist country. And so you know, they, the government is constantly thinking that uh, like the Wizard of Oz, if you pull the right levers and turn the right knobs then everything is going to come out in your favor. And what we've learned, if anything, in these United States of America is not that we're uh, you know, smarter than the Chinese. Um, it's just that we realize that you can't take a small group of people in a remote location and control the behaviors of millions of people dispersed across the country. You can't, eva- you can't evaluate for all the variables. And so... This is a great uh, lesson. I hate to see it happen to anybody. I hate to have yeah. people going hungry uh, because of the idiocy of uh, not just the individual officials, but of a whole system of governance that says, hey, we can craft a social solution to this that w- that is one size fits all. It, it doesn't work it's never worked and it should be a cautionary tale for us in these United States when we seek such solutions for ourselves. Ooh, cautionary tale.
0: You guys could be a great idea for conclusion because I honestly had nowhere, no idea where I was going with this segment other than uh, the questions I wanted to ask of you, Scott. And now, Zoe, Zoe, the second part of this absolutely slays me. There is no more remote spot a human being can go and still be on the planet than Antarctica. However, Nearly two-thirds of the staff based at the Princess Elizabeth Polar Station have been infected with COVID, despite having strict health protocols in place to stop the spread of the disease. Um, everybody there is apparently shocked, because to get there, uh, the scientists had to take several PCR tests and then quarantine and then test again before you know going through the rigors of traveling from South Africa to Antarctica. And I don't know what they had to do to get to South Africa first, but... It's as isolated as you can possibly be. It's you, 24 tested and quarantined coworkers and some penguins. (laughs) (laughs) And
2: And they still got COVID. Where do you have to go? Well, I'm, well, I I don't think you can get any more socially distanced than that. So evidently, I guess that strategy is not working. And and uh, actually, man, just just for me, can you do that whole thing over? Uh, but can you do it in Morgan Freeman's voice? You know, since we're talking about it.
0: <laughs> Listen, if, if I had Morgan Freeman's voice, I'd be making
2: a lot more money. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I wouldn't be worried with the likes of you there. <laughs> no, but no, but, um, but thank you still for uh, for having me on, man. But um, oh. I think I think this is like a, a plan. I think this is like a little case of, of get back. From China. This whole thing, man, is like a case of giving it's like China be like, you guys gonna make fun of us from eating dog for eating dog, huh? Well, we'll show you, we'll make it, we'll we'll have this thing where it's put in, where you can't leave your home. And since these these collectivists and these globalists, they want to scare people in thinking that it's gonna be either medicine or food, they're the ones who are doing it. They're the ones who are making people have to decide between medicine or medicine or food. And uh, but it's this is one of those things that proves that all these protocols that they're putting in place. It's it's not real. And and I still even question when they're talking about these these COVID outbreaks. It still seems like COVID is the only thing that people can get, I guess, even in the South Pole where it's cold. And, uh, you know, when people get cold, they tend to get a cold or they get like some sort of pulmonary, you know, uh, a bug. And the only thing that people seem to get is is COVID. And I guess no matter what, they can still catch it. Well, what does that tell you? You know, I just before I get to my close
0: here, I haven't been sick in a year and a half and I've been trying to catch Omicron. I don't know <laughs> what to do. Uh, I, I would like to add natural immunity on top of my vaccine immunity. I'll you know, get the double protection in case some really nasty variant comes along. But since Omicron presents itself if it presents at all as either a a bad cold or uh, or a mild flu, that's that's the variant I want. Give it to me. I I've, I've, I've done everything I can. I go out everywhere. Uh, I I was I was hugging and kissing strangers at my New Year's Eve party. No tongue. I'm a happily married, <laughs> man. Um, it's, it, I can't catch the damn thing. Anyway, uh, I would love it if China were to keep with these crackdowns, not because I hate the people of China. I love the people of China. I want Joe Biden to keep promising he's going to shut down this virus. Um, I want Australia to continue with their little COVID concentration camps for the unvaccinated. And again, it's not because I hate Joe Biden, although I do. And it's not because I hate our friends in Australia, because I don't. I think they're great people with a crummy government. The reason is Every time these authoritarians promise that they can stop a virus, they discredit the very authoritarianism that they're trying to establish in this country and that they have established in countries like mainland China. So keep up those big promises and keep breaking them, you big bullies. That's right. Angle on that brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Thanks again, Zoe, for filling in this week. It's been terrific having you back on. And Scott Ott, of course. And that's me, Steve Green. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.